Welcome to the We Talk Health Podcast, the official podcast for West Tennessee Healthcare. Please be advised that this podcast is not intended to replace any medical advice. Always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing said in this podcast is intended to supersede or supplement the direction of your medical caretakers. If you have any questions, please reach out to us at wetalkhealthpodcast at gmail.com and we will do our best to answer any questions you may have. Thank you so much for tuning in to We Talk Health. My name is Will Cassegro. I'm going to be your host today. And today I'm here with Crystal Dixon. She is a registered dietitian for West Tennessee Healthcare. Crystal, how are you? Great. Thanks Good. for having me Absolutely. today. Absolutely. Glad you're here. So what are we going to be talking about today? So today I want to talk about some of the top trending diets and Perfect. the pros and cons of all those diets. Great. I know there are several different options people can can choose whenever they're wanting to start diets and you know try them out. And I've heard good things about a lot. I've heard bad things about a lot. So if, hoping today we can just kind of figure out what the good things are or hear what the good things are and hear what the bad things are and know how to make the best choice for yourself. Yes. You know, most of us have at some point in time thought about either eating healthier or trying to do something to lose weight. Mm -hmm. And we know there are a ton of options out there that you see that, you know, that people can try to do to lose weight or to eat healthier. As a dietitian, you know, I I want you to make those good choices um, to do what's best for you. So that's kind of why I wanted to talk about these top trending diets. Um, You know, the ketogenic diet is kind of the the first diet that we hear a lot about lately. I just finished doing keto yeah. for a little while. So yeah, it, it's it's a popular diet. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I applaud people for trying to make steps, make changes to try to, um, to to lose weight or to get healthier. With the ketogenic diet, there there's some some pros and there's some cons to it. Sure. So um, the first thing is, what is the ketogenic diet? So it's a high fat moderate protein and little to no carbohydrate diet. So you you basically want to eliminate carbohydrate sources from your diet. That's hard to do. A lot of people around here like rice and noodles and bread. It is. We live in the South. So we love our bread. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Without carbs for the energy, your body breaks down fat into ketones. And so those ketones provide energy for your body. Okay. So the goal of that diet is to keep your carbohydrate intake to 50 grams or less. So it restricts breads, grains, cereals, even fruits and vegetables are restricted on those diets. Okay. Is that 50 grams per day? Per day, yes. Wow. Okay. Um, and if, for a reference, a slice of bread, just one slice of bread has 15 grams of carbohydrate in it. So if you make a sandwich, there's 30 There's 30 of, of right your there. 50 a day, yes. Wow. Yes. That's, that's a big, it that's is. a big change. It is. It's a very restrictive diet. Wow. The short-term health risks of that, a lot of people will experience what we call keto flu. And it's just low energy, um, body aches and pains, just a general bad feeling. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you've ever had the flu, how you, you just yeah, feel bad. Absolutely. The keto flu is similar to that. Um, it's all, constipation is also one of those um, okay. side effects in the short term. You know, you're cutting out all those high fiber foods with the grains mm-hmm. and the fruits and vegetables. And so constipation can happen. One thing to think about is that true ketosis is very hard to achieve. It's hormone related um, in your body. So while you may think that you're in ketosis, likely you're not, especially if you're eating 
sure. any amounts of carbohydrates. Gotcha. So, okay. um, the thing about this is people do lose weight on this. In the in the beginning, you know, you are altering your metabolism. You're cutting back on the amounts of foods that you're eating, and so you will experience a weight loss. So, if it's something that can jumpstart, you know, and help you make healthy changes in your, you know, in your lifestyle, maybe it can work for you. But you just have to remember it's a short-term thing. Right. Uh, in the long term, the diet has not been studied long term, so we don't know long-term effects of the diet. It's a pretty, I would say, fairly new within the last couple of years. Well, it's really a not a new diet. Oh, okay. The diet was developed in the early 80s, but it was developed for children that have epilepsy. And really? it was um, a diet, a special diet used to treat and prevent seizures in children. Oh, okay. So it's really an old diet. Where it kind of came about for weight loss, you know, it kind of got popular over the last several years. Gotcha. So the thing is, is the thing about the diet is it's it's restrictive mm-hmm. and it's hard to eliminate a food group. And for you to, it's, when you, when you start a weight loss plan, you want something that you can do for the rest of your life. Yeah. And eliminating a food group for the rest of your life is nearly impossible i mean it it really is and so that's kind of one of the drawbacks is and and once you start eating carbohydrates again you know you change your your intake and you go you gain the weight back so you can lose weight in the short term i hear a lot of people say oh i fell off the keto wagon so they were on keto Mm -hmm. and then they stopped and then they gained the weight back and then said, oh, let me, I'm going to get back on the keto wagon. So I'm yeah. going to do my keto diet again. And they'll lose weight again. The thing is, is that's just as bad for your body sure. for you to gain and lose weight constantly. I was going to say, if, if you're doing that, you know, do keto for a month, get off for a month, get jump back on and rinse and repeat, I feel like you're going to You do just as yourself. much damage to your yeah. body as being overweight. Gotcha. You do. That's good to know. You do. Yes. One of the things, too, is the keto diet. I hear a lot of people, they think, oh, I can eat all the bacon and sausage and butter and, you know, fried foods that I want to. Right. And so those foods are all high in saturated fat. And we do know that saturated fat causes heart disease. Yeah. So, you you know, if you are doing a keto diet, try to make healthier choices and not the bacon and sausage and the butter. Try to do those healthy fats with eggs, avocados, okay. nuts. There's so many good foods that have healthy fat in yeah. it. Fish, you know, you can eat more of those foods instead of those unhealthy right. fats. All right. So uh, that's awesome about keto. It's good to know. It's definitely some good information. What's the next one you want to talk about? Intermittent fasting is Ooh, a new diet. That's, yeah, trend. I've, heard, I've heard some really good things about that. Yes. So it's 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 a popular way and it's, it's gaining more popularity. There are kind of two different styles of intermittent fasting. There is the, what we call the five and two that involves eating normal for five days a week. And then two days a week, you fast, where you basically eat little to nothing. That sounds like it's going to be a hard thing. Hard to do. Yeah, yes. for sure. Yes. The other one um, uses kind of a specific eating window. So for 16 hours a day, you fast. Okay. And then there's an eight-hour window where you eat. This is kind of the same thing as the keto diet. You know, mm-hmm. you, you do decrease your intake because if you can only eat, in, in an eight-hour window, you're right. typically going to eat less. That makes sense. You know, than, than you previously were. At least cut out one meal. Yes. Minimum. Yes. You do lose weight in the short term. It's kind of mm-hmm. kind of the same thing. The side effects of that, especially with the, the five and two, you know, you eat normal those five days, you're typically probably going to overeat. 
because, you know, tomorrow you're going to be fasting and you're not going to eat anything. So you're going to try to eat a lot today. Or the day after your fast, Mm -hmm. you're going to binge eat and you're going to eat a lot because you're, you know, your body's starving. Yeah, you're hungry. (laughs) Yes. One thing is this kind of diet does alter your metabolism. Um, Your body goes into kind of what we call a starvation mode. So if you don't feed your body today, Mm -hmm. tomorrow it's going to save everything you eat as fat because it's afraid you're going to starve it again the next day. Oh, it's like your bodies are smart or something. Our bodies are smart. They <laughs> yeah, are. For sure. They are. You know, and, and that kind of eating style can lead to binge eating or, or overeating. You know, you may not eat breakfast, and then when lunchtime comes, you know, you're you're famished. Mm-hmm. And so instead of eating a normal-sized meal, you overeat. Gotcha. So sometimes intermittent fasting doesn't work for people. Just because of that very yeah, reason is that makes sense. Yeah, because you overeat at other meals. Have to be very disciplined not to do that. Yes, even though you're going to be feeling very hungry. Very hungry. Right. Yes. Wow. Yes. Um, and a lot of times people will um, avoid breakfast with that type mm-hmm. of fasting. Um, and breakfast is probably one of the most important meals that you can eat because it does jumpstart your metabolism and it gives you that fuel to get your day going. Okay. So. So you said breakfast is one of the most important meals. Is there one meal that you would say? is, quote, less important than, than any other? You know, we really, we, we don't encourage um, skipping meals. Okay. You know, three meals a day, you know, your body needs that to yeah. fuel it. Gotcha. Even snacks are good. So okay. it's it's making those good, healthy choices at by each snack, of those meals. By snacks, you don't mean Snickers bars and no. candy bars. You mean like apples or carrots or celery yes. Or, yes. or almonds or something Or, or like some that. good, you know, whole grain foods. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. Yes. Perfect. And so the thing with this diet, with the intermittent fasting, weight loss will occur, but it's kind of the same thing. It's only in the short term. You know, you do alter your metabolism. You know, you decrease your intake in the beginning, Mm -hmm. but you hit a plateau and you don't lose weight anymore. And so then most people will stop doing that diet because if you're not continuing to lose weight, you don't really have an incentive to stay on the diet. Okay, cool. So what is the next one you want to talk about? Um, The next one, let's talk about the zone, um, the Atkins diet. The Mm -hmm. Atkins diet is not as popular now as it used to be. Now that the keto's kind of replaced the Atkins diet. I was going to say I've heard, I've definitely heard the Atkins diet. Yes, um, and the South Beach diet. Yes, they're all restrictive diets that have many rules. They're generally high protein, low fat, and low carbohydrate diets. So they're a little different than the keto diet. Whereas the keto diet is not a high protein diet. Mm -hmm. The the Atkins diet, the Zone diet, South Beach, they are all high protein diets. Gotcha. Okay. So they restrict whole grain foods. They restrict fruits and vegetables. And so, you know, that's kind of opposite of what, as a dietitian, I would kind of tell you to, <laughs> sure, to yeah. eat. Um, you do lose weight quickly, but long term, it's kind of the same thing. You know, you, you do decrease your intake mm-hmm. because we do, as Americans, we overeat carbohydrates. Oh, for sure. And we make unhealthy carbohydrate choices. Absolutely. So these diets, you know, take, takes the carbohydrate out. So, you know, you're not eating those foods. You're eating less of those. Okay. So you, you do lose weight. In the beginning, but then you plateau, plateau and, and in the long term, you know, it, it's not something that it, it's easy to stick to. Right, yeah. Restricting food groups, you leave out um, important disease-fighting nutrients. So fruits and vegetables and fiber are great sources of vitamins and minerals. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're they're shown to help decrease your risk of cancer. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. Okay. So these diets, when they have you leave it out, you know, you're, you're losing that ability to help your body fight cancer. That's so interesting. You would think that 
diets being, you know, marketed as healthy options, if they're leaving out things that can help you fight cancer or heart disease or insert whatever here, I guess you wouldn't think they'd be as popular as what they are. That's right. That's right. Um, I think, you know, Americans are just looking for any way to be able to lose weight. Yeah, that makes so, sense. Yeah. For sure. Um, and the long-term studies on um, these diets, they do show a negative impact on heart health. All right. So, so far we have covered keto. We've covered intermittent fasting and the Atkins and South Beach diet. What's another one that you would like to talk about? Paleo, Whole30, and Carnivore diets are also, you know, kind of some new um, diets that you hear about. It's kind of the same way. They're all just restrictive diets. There are many rules to follow Mm -hmm. and, and many foods to avoid. And so anytime a diet, you know, has foods that you need to avoid, it makes it hard. Um, you know, we're busy Americans yeah. and we're on the go. Um, it, it makes it hard for you to be able to go out to a restaurant and eat yeah, or go to sense. a friend's house and eat or even, you know, feed your own children at your own house. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, typically your children aren't needing to lose weight or, you know, you want them to eat healthy, but getting them to, to eliminate food groups is not healthy for them as well. So it makes gotcha. it hard. Like the other diets that we talked about, you lose weight, but in the long term, you don't. All long-term studies on any of these diets show that the weight loss does not last. That's very interesting. I feel like the greatest common factor in all of these diets is short-term results, but there are no sustainable, good long-term results. That's right. That's right. With these diets, too, one of the things that they want you to do is avoid dairy products. Um, And low-fat dairy products are full of vitamin D. and They have a lot of good vitamins and minerals in it that your body needs, and especially that vitamin D and your bone health and your cardiac health, as well as your immune system. So when you avoid those dairy products, you know, you put your body at risk for, you know, other negative diseases happening. All of these diets that you've talked about, uh, like I said, they, they sound like in the short term they're good, but long term they're not for your overall health. So being a, a dietitian, what would you recommend for people who are looking to actually lose weight and keep it off long term? The first thing is that you want to look for something that you can do for the rest of your life. You want to make lifestyle changes. So decreasing the amounts of foods that you eat, we typically do overeat. So just portion um, control. It's portion control. That's hard to do. It's making healthier food choices. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, here in the South, we like to fry everything. Yeah. Amen. I mean, that you know, that's what we do. Absolutely. And, and we, a lot of times we'll have a, a meal of, especially in the summer, you know, we're going to have those garden foods. We're going to mm-hmm. have peas and potatoes and corn, and then we're going to put some cornbread on top of it. Mm-hmm. And those are all carbohydrate or starchy vegetables. And so we think we've, you know, we've done really good because, you know, we're having this vegetable meal, right. but we, we've really overdone our carbohydrates. And so though, while those foods are all good, mm-hmm. we need to include every food group with our meals. Okay. You want to think about the MyPlate. So you can look at the choosemyplate.gov website, okay. and it shows you an actual picture of a plate. And you want half of your plate to be vegetables and um, a starchy food. And, okay. and then the other half you want to be fruits and a protein source. And so, so like a well-balanced, a well-balanced yeah. meal. All right. Yes. 
the gluten-free diet is also something that, you know, we're hearing a lot about. Mm -hmm. Um, The diet is really used to treat celiac disease. And that's where your body's immune system attacks your intestines and causes damage if you have celiac disease. It can cause bloating, diarrhea, abdominal pain. The only thing is only about 1% of the American population truly has celiac disease. So that's only one in 133 people. Wow. So at times people will have what we call a gluten sensitivity where Mm -hmm. they may feel some bloating um, or some abdominal pain after eating a meal, you know, that contains a high amount of gluten. Sure. Those, they're not true. um, They don't have true celiac disease. They they have a, a sensitivity. Sometimes it can be mistaken, you know, if you overeat a meal that's really high with, you know, in carbohydrates, if you Mm -hmm. eat a lot of bread, you get that bloating anyway, and they'll mistake the sensitivity for the bloated feeling from from eating too much. Yes, yes. But following a gluten-free diet when you don't have celiac disease, it can decrease your weight because you are decreasing, you know, your calories and your intake because you're, you know, avoiding a lot of those carbohydrate-rich foods. But it also increases your risk of nutrient deficiencies, such as B vitamins, you know, and especially pregnant women need that B vitamin, that folic acid to Mm -hmm. help their babies develop. And then, you know, you're going to be deficient in vitamin D, iron, and calcium. And those vitamins are all, and nutrients are all so important to our bodies. Sure, absolutely. Awesome. Well, as you heard, these trending diets that we've all been hearing about, yeah, you're going to lose weight in the short term, and they're not necessarily going to be the best thing long term. So you really want to have a good balance. If you're going to try keto, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but if you're going to try keto, you don't want to do it too terribly long. And then you want to ultimately just make better choices whenever you're choosing your food. I assume exercise is going to fall into that category as well. Absolutely. The key to weight loss is decreasing your intake and increasing what you do. So your physical activity. Decrease your intake, increase your output, essentially. Right. Gotcha. Well, perfect. Well, Crystal, thanks so much for coming in today. Uh, I really appreciate you being here and laying all this information on us. This is really great. If you ever have any questions, please feel free to reach out to us at wetalkhealthpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's wetalkhealthpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening to We Talk Health. <laughs> <laughs>